That's it. That was your cue. What was my cue? That right there. You're supposed to say, Masterpiece Audio Theatre Presents. Masterpiece Audio Theatre Presents. That's right. Then you say, Myths from Around the World. Myths from Around the World. Okay, and a stranded in the middle of nowhere podcast. A stranded in the middle of nowhere podcast? But where are we? How are we going to get home? I'm going to get scared. Everything will be all right, trust me. Oh, and this is our submission of the Dog Days of Podcasting 2022. Hello and welcome to Masterpiece Audio Theater. Uh, hi there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is like uh, one of those Meta Mondays. Uh, I think actually this is going to be on Monday. So yeah, um, the last little bit here is going to be pre-recorded stuff. Um, when I started out doing the myth thing, I figured I had so much room to fit all these myths in. And then, uh, you know, you sort of start uh, narrating them and seeing what the time stamps come in at. And I didn't want you guys to have to listen to 20-minute-long episodes every day because there's so many participants in the Dog Days of Podcasting. So I decided to break them up into five-minute stints or, you know, whatever made sense in the story where there was a good story break. And I went kind of that way. Um, but now there's not enough days left in the dog days for all the stuff I've already recorded. Um, so I'm still going to do the five minute stints here because I, uh, I'm trying to keep up too. And I listen to every single episode in the feed. And so, you know, that's part of the challenge for me is to listen to everything. And I'm like a day behind everybody. Everybody's got some great stuff and, uh, I appreciate the comments back. Thanks, Amelia. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I have been trying to get together uh, audio comment from Michael Butler, but uh, <laughs> I just haven't got to it. I've been so busy this month. And uh, to, this week is no, no exception. By the time you're hearing this, my wife and I and the kids will be camping, uh, and we're going to be gone for, well, from Sunday to Sunday. So um, you're going to get a bunch of Aladdin and his wonderful lamp. Uh, in the meantime, every day there, and I hope you enjoy that. It's got some, um, it's got, it's got one look. Okay. It doesn't. I have a problem with some of the text of the story. I just not okay with it. And, um, I kind of thought, well, maybe I should blank it out or whatever, but I'm just going to, uh, substitute the, the subject with something else. I'm thinking like goblin. You know, like, I don't know, like, there obviously was, there's no, there was no goblins in Arabian Nights, but, um, I'm trying to think of something there and, uh, I'm going to be replacing that and sorry, it's going to be edited. I just don't want to put that out there. And like I did hear, you know, I made a comment on the Facebook page and Nutty did comment back saying, uh, you know, you could just, uh, um, abridge it, but I, I think it's important to the story, um, not the subject of, you know, not what the what they care anyway i think it's important um i didn't realize aladdin was like this <laughs> not too fine a point on it um i thought i had heard, i thought i'd read the aladdin story 
Um, but it turns out that my entire impression of Aladdin came from Disney's Aladdin, <laughs> and that is not accurate. It, but there's some interesting similarities, which uh, you'll find in the telling of the story. Um, also, uh, I was running with the theme of the empath cast and crew around the fire pit, and um, two of the Sinbad, no, how many ago? Four more voyages of Sinbad left, I think. Um, all of those I rec uh, I've got recorded, um, but I want to get the Aladdin one going because I really want to get into that, and uh, I'm enjoying that one more. And and it, it's Tom reading the whole thing. Tom's telling you all about Aladdin. But the other characters make appearances for the various character voices, which I think is super fun. And uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, loving everybody's stuff. I'm keeping up and will be keeping up out in the uh, in the camping there. And and I think because of that, I'll probably catch get caught up and then you know jump into my audiobook for a while uh, just to let some episodes build up. But I'm loving everybody's stuff. And uh, yeah, keep up the great work, everyone. I'm jealous of all of you going to Dragon Con. I am probably closer to Michael Butler than I am to Alabama. Um, I'm closer to Michael Butler than I am to Nutty, and we're in the same country. So, you know, and I, I don't know if Paul Mackey is from Quebec. He mentions Quebec a lot, um, but I am certainly closer to Michael Butler than I am to Paul Mackey. So, you know, oh, and Mark, Mark, wow. You know, I think I'm closer to uh, Miss Melissa in Florida than I am to Mark in Canada. <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but I don't know. I don't know. I think that'd be pretty pretty close because uh alberta and specifically calgary is a really 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 far way away from prince edward island like really really far like a eight hour no like six hour flight i think it's a five hour flight to toronto so yeah probably a six or seven hour flight to pei uh and obviously i don't think you need to get a direct flight there from calgary uh, well, not lately, anyway. It doesn't seem our plane, like our flights are uh, doing their uh, job. Anyway, enough from me. I'm just rambling. I hope you guys uh, enjoy Aladdin and his wonderful lamp. And there are going to be many parts because it's a very long story. Um, I think maybe after the dog days, if people are still interested and still listening, I may do, you know, 15, 20-minute stints then uh, to get through it quicker. And, uh, and then the same thing with the Sinbad Tales and those things. I'll just put them out as whole ones because then, you know, at that point you're choosing to listen rather than choosing to participate in the contest or the challenge. Um, yeah. I'm also uh, thinking at the very end to drop the final episode of uh, Empath's Treasure Island because uh, I did I did post that right at the dog days of Advent, but um, the master feed wasn't doing its job. It had, you know it was sleeping on the job, and so that didn't actually make it into the main feed. So I don't know if anybody's interested. I did complete it after I recovered from COVID. Anyway. Enjoy. From all of us here at Masterpiece Audio Theatre, come and sit around the fire, even though I'm tied up in the back and I'm not participating at this point. Aladdin and his Wonderful Lamp, Part 1. Know, O king, that once upon a time, in a far city of Cathay, there dwelt a poor tailor 
who had only one son named Aladdin. This boy was a born ne'er-do-well and persistently resisted all of his father's efforts to teach him a trade by means of which he would be able in future to earn a livelihood. Aladdin would sooner play at knucklebones in the gutter with others as careless as himself than he would set his mind to honest business and as to obeying his parents in the smallest matter. It was not in his nature. Such was this boy Aladdin, and yet so remarkable as the favor of fate. He was strangely predestined for great things. Stricken with grief because of the waywardness of the idle conduct of his son, the father fell ill and died, and the mother found great difficulty in supporting herself, to say nothing of the worthless Aladdin as well. While she wore the flesh of her bones in the endeavor to obtain a meager subsistence, Aladdin would amuse himself with his fellow urchins of the street, only returning home to his meal. In this way, he continued until he was 14 years of age, when his extraordinary destiny took him by the hand and led him, step by step, through adventures so wonderful that words can scarce describe them. One day, he was playing in the gutter with his ragged companions, as was his walk, when a Moorish dervish came by and, catching sight of Aladdin's face, suddenly stopped and approached him. This dervish was a sorcerer who had discovered many hidden secrets by his black art. In fact, he was on the track of one now, and by the look on his face as he scrutinized Aladdin's features, it seemed that the boy was closely connected with his quest. The dervish beckoned to one of the urchins and asked him who Aladdin was, who his father was, and indeed all about him. Having thus learned the whole history of the boy and his family, the dervish gave his informer some coin and sent him away to spend them. Then he approached Aladdin and said to him, Boy, I seem to recognize in thee a family likeness. Art thou not the tailor's son? Aladdin answered him that he was and added that his father was dead. On hearing this, the dervish cried out with grief and embraced Aladdin, weeping bitterly. The boy was surprised at this and inquired the cause of such sorrow. Alas, replied the dervish with tears running down his cheeks. My fate is an unhappy one. Boy, I have come from a distant country to find my brother, to look upon his face again and to cheer and comfort him. And now thou tell me he is dead? He took Aladdin's face in his hands and gazed searchingly upon it as he continued. Boy, I have recognized my brother's features in thine, and now that he is dead, I will find comfort in thee. Aladdin looked up at him in wonder, for he had never been told that he had an uncle. Indeed, he was inclined to doubt the truth of the matter. But when the dervish took ten pieces of gold from his purse and placed them in his hand, all doubt was out of the question, and he rejoiced at having found such a rich uncle. The dervish then asked him concerning his mother and begged him to show him the way to her house. And when Aladdin had shooed him, he gave the boy more gold and said, Give this to thy mother with my blessing, and say that her brother-in-law, who has been absent for forty years, has returned and will visit her tomorrow to weep with her over the place where his brother is buried. 
With this, he departed, and Aladdin ran to his mother to tell her the news. Mother! Mother! He cried excitedly, bursting in upon her. My uncle has returned after 40 years. He wept when I told him my father was dead. He salutes the end. My son! She broke in. What are these wild words? Thou hast no uncle, and the only one thou ever hast died many years before thou was born. Nay, nay, returned Aladdin. This is my father's mother. He recognized my father's features in mine and wept, and gave me this to bring to thee, with a message that he would come and see thee tomorrow. He handed her the gold, and as the widow took it, her doubt was lessened considerably. I wonder, she cried, can it be that my husband's brother did not die after all? Or he has risen from the grave? In either case, he is rich and generous. Listening to Empat Studios' presentation of the myths from around the world, a special Dog Days of Podcasting contribution. Sound clips are from GarageBand and can be found in their samples library. The stories that we have shared can be found at Gutenberg.org. We can be found on Facebook on the Masterpiece Audio Theatre page, on Nimlas.org, or you can email us at j at jglangchance.com. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 unported license. Thanks for joining us.